This is Dream Chasers, episode 30, with Paul Carswell. Hey guys, what's going on? I'm Adam Carswell, and welcome to Dream Chasers, interviews with the future. On Dream Chasers, we interview individuals with supernatural amounts of potential based on early success in their careers. Thank you for tuning in. Now let's get straight to the interview. Hey guys, this is Adam Carswell, and today I'm joined by a very special guest, my brother, Paul Carswell. Paul is a licensed Medicare insurance agent based out of the Washington, D.C. metro area. He's originally from, obviously, the same hometown as me, Painesville, Ohio, and went to the same college as I did, Westminster College. We had a good, a good time there, which maybe we'll get to talk about that a little bit. But uh, anyways, he now lives in Tysons, Virginia, which is just outside of Washington, D.C. Paul, thanks for being on the show, and do you have any opening remarks for our listeners? just want to say thank you, Adam, for finally getting me on the show. I know it's been a time in coming uh, ever since making the move to my new venture, Medicare Insurance Sales, to, to get on here and just talk about what I do. And you know, I'm just really looking forward to seeing what you have in store for me. Definitely. And I hope uh, for the sake of our listeners, they don't get too confused with us going back and forth because I know on the phone uh, it can definitely sound like somebody is talking to themselves, but that is not the case. <laughs> So, uh, Paul, how long have you been in insurance sales? So, yeah, I've been in insurance sales. Uh, I've been in health insurance for a little over a year now. But when I, when I talk about Medicare, I specified in Medi- Medicare and chose uh, that specialization about six months ago. I would say uh, closer to full time in August of 2018 is when I really started buckling down and making sure I had my product knowledge in and, you know, and getting ready to sell for the annual enrollment period beginning October 15th. Yeah. And so you've been, you know, you're definitely relatively new in the industry, but I can tell just from knowing you that there has been a, a huge passion, huge desire for you to enjoy what you're doing. That, that fire has been sparked, but at what point between you starting and now, was there a defining moment where you're like, wow, I really want to take this to the next level? Yeah. So like, and, and, you know, there's, there's never, never malicious feelings towards anything I've done in the past. You know, every, everything that's gone into where I'm at now has been uh, pivotal and very, very important when it comes to building, you know, the empire, I guess you could say of what I'm working towards with my own business. But there was a point where I, that I hit in spring of 2018, where, uh, you know, I was, I was progressing through my current company and just going through a sales program there and, and really gearing me towards that next step. And, you know, after completion of the sales program, I'm kind of just looking at myself and analyzing, you know, what did I just go through? And, you know, was it, is this something I want to continue doing? Is this, uh, is this, is working in a corporation and trying to, you know, get a paycheck every two weeks and maybe get some quarterly bonus? Is this really what I want to continue working towards? During the spring of 2018, I, I really kind of refocused and decided, yeah, this is when I want to start getting ready to make my jump. So, you know, I started planning out and, and laying out some goals in front of me. And, you know, as I, as I hit those, then it really started to create a reality around me and where I could physically put a date out or say, okay, this is when I'm going to make the move and, and, you know, start my business. Yeah. And, uh, I can agree. I would say, especially since I had the privilege of living with you until just recently, you know, I saw you going through this entire transition and, you could even see that when you were getting started, there was a, there was about two, three, maybe even the first month, two, three weeks, first month where you were on edge, I would say. But it's so clear to me to see that within the past three to four months that jumping in with two feet 
kind of doggy paddling has turned into it's your your breath your breath stroking now. So tell right. us a little bit right. about that maybe that anxiety that you had getting started and how you've been able to overcome that that hurdle. Right. Right. So that's actually one of my favorite parts about the move the move from going from position where you're salary and you get commission or you get a bonus to 100% commission structured position. There was a, a sense of uh, where I just I didn't feel like I I fit where I was. Uh, I really questioned whether it was the right move. My confidence was at a low uh, and just not being able to see future or see like, you know, long-term, what, what are my, what's my long, so like when I first made the jump, the first two, three weeks a month, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't producing, I wasn't producing anything. I was just learning, doing the best I could to absorb every, everything and everyone around me. I was looking, okay, maybe I can, as long as I can get to January, like as long as I can get to January, 2019, off of the the money that I've saved up and, and prepared for this move. As long as I can get there, then then I'll decide what I want to do. But that was so nearsighted of me. And I, I totally get it because just the pressure of being able to have confidence and be like, no matter what, I go into work, I'm going to get paid. You know, I put up with some stuff and then I'll get a paycheck every two weeks. I'm not seeing 100 people a day. I don't have anyone populating my schedule. I don't have anyone doing anything for me. And I really have to, I really have to apply myself and, and figure out what's going to bring either dollars in or value to other people around me. And once I started building that, building that understanding is like, okay, it's not all going to come right now. And, you know, I got my first couple clients towards the beginning of October, middle of October. And that was a real big confidence booster. Then I started being able to open my horizons and kind of look a little bit farther down, down the line where now my, my goal, you know, the most attainable three year from now goal is, you know, easily to get a hundred, uh, 500 clients. I think that's more than attainable. I think I can even do it in two, two and a half years, but uh, give myself that three year goal. So that way now, instead of looking at January of 2019, <laughs> I'm looking at January of uh, 2022, where I'll truly be able to, you know, have this business that's self-sufficient and, and also in a sense, passive income where I won't have to touch it. And next thing you know, it'll be bringing in, bringing in dollars. Exactly. Tell us a little bit about the level of personal ownership that you've had to step into. I know you just referenced it with populating your schedule. And I know I got to observe again firsthand you taking the initiative to set your own daily calendar because for anyone listening, Paul and I, as I mentioned, we live together. And so a lot of the times I found it easy also for my own personal business to know what Paul's schedule is going to be. So then I know when I'm going to have, for example, noise at the home office. So (laughs) anyways, as I'm saying, I was able to watch Paul put together his weekly schedule. And I have to be honest, I don't know if I even told you that until until now, but I, I've been impressed watching you from a distance. So tell us about taking ownership and putting together that daily schedule that you now use. Yeah. So this is funny too, because I just mentioned to you the other day, something along these lines where even when you and I were in college, we still had days where we would populate our schedule, whether it was in the classroom, extracurriculars, basketball, track, uh, you know, whatever. We found ways, <laughs> both of us were RAs, so we would leave for class at 8 a.m., be busy all day long, go to practice, and after practice still have some kind of organization meeting to go to in the evening and wouldn't get back into our dorm room until <laughs> 10 o'clock at night. Exactly. Um, and that was, you know, that was just how we – 
just how we operated on campus. Uh, that's how we operated as individuals. And you know, when I when I transitioned to a corporate realm, it really it was like you know you're 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 at the store from this time to this time. When you leave the store, you you turn the switch off. You know, you stop working. Obviously, you, you, you go home and watch. No, you go home Netflix. and you watch Netflix. You go play Fortnite. You go, uh, <laughs> you know, you go. Uh, you know, just, just drown yourself in some food or whatever, you know, you, you turn your brain off to work. Now, obviously you can choose to not do that, but then at a salary position where you're not really making much money, the, the motivation to do that is kind of limited or, you know, it takes a special individual, just I not being one of them. What I found going back to, you know, populating the schedule is early on that time where I was kind of struggling in my confidence and understanding exactly where I should be positioning myself to, to make my business work. I found that it, once you, you, you don't just wait for that one big pitch to hit. You don't just wait for that one meeting to set, settle. You, you fill your schedule to the brim as early as you can. So that way, as you go through these schedules, as you do these events, as you do these informationals, you see, okay, this one's going to be most profitable for me. This one's going to be maybe a waste of time. But again, it's not necessarily a waste of time if you don't have anything else scheduled that day. So if your day is empty, go do something. Go make something happen, regardless of whether it's going to be profitable. If it puts $5 in your pocket now, well, guess what? That's $5 you didn't have and you weren't going to have if you didn't go out that day and do so. So it's, it's it, populating your schedule. It, it was more of a pride thing where it's like, okay, I don't, I don't want to go to this. It might not be beneficial to me, but you never know what's going to come out of it. And since I don't have anything going on today, I'm going to go out and do it. Right. And there's uh, an individual that I'm, I'm friends with and that I follow. I've, I've had him on a couple of videos, I think on my LinkedIn even before. His name's David Coe. And he is one of those mastermind networkers where he's just networking. I think David has lunch with a new person every day of the week, something crazy like that. And that's because he sees the value in maximizing his time. I mean, yeah, you could, and, and I would say even for me, sometimes I'll have lunch and I'll, and I'll watch a podcast or I'll, you know, try and be as productive as I can. But again, just calling up an old friend or maybe someone you haven't talked to in a year or whatever, as you mentioned, find a way to populate the schedule because you never know how something is going to come back around to you. Right. Right. And honestly, I find it dangerous when I look at a day and I'm like, dang, I have nothing on that day. And, and say, say that day comes and I still haven't found anything. I find myself twiddling my thumbs <laughs> more, more than I want to. So even if it's like scheduling to go to the barber, which I got to get a haircut. So I'm going to, I'm going to put that in my calendar. I got to go to the barber and then you never know by, by doing that, maybe something else comes up. I get a phone call and next thing you know, I'm already out on the road. I'm already in Arlington. Let me just uh, move downtown and, and go talk to someone or go have a lunch or, or call up a friend and get coffee. You know, it's it just allowing yourself to make adjustment while you're on the fly is something I enjoy doing. Absolutely. Okay, Paul, so what industry leaders and role models are you inspired by? Okay, so so for an industry leader, I can't see how you wouldn't be as a businessman inspired by Grant Cardone. Uh, I mean, he just puts together some pretty good content uh, about just developing your brand, developing who you are, and just thinking on that next level, just like Adam, like just like you say, is take it to the next level. Grant Cardone's is 10x, and you know, just just being inspired by the energy that he puts out through the content that he creates, and and being able to talk to other entrepreneurs and, and relate with remaining on the create uh, on the creative platform rather than rather than just waiting and fighting over that that penny that's sitting on the ground. You know, go and create something, go and make something of yourself. Don't be selfish by settling short and saying, "Oh, I only need I only need this amount of money." When you could have excess and potentially use that excess to bless other people. 
uh, it's his content is, is great and it's always motivational to just see and hear think, hear how he is thinking because uh, it's it's very unique and not too many not too many people talk or think that way. So I follow him on Instagram, I follow him on Facebook, and you know it's always just like a good thing to check out daily and just remind yourself, okay, I'm not going to be selfish today. I'm going to go make a dollar so I can go feed feed a fam feed my family, feed someone else's family, feed a, feed a friend, you know, whatever. And then another inspiration, it's a little bit closer to home for me would be my my counterpart John Norris. He's he's been able to kind of take me under his wing in the insurance realm. Now right now it's it's just Medicare. I mean, he's running a new business, Medicare Portal, and just watching him operate and set up this business which is going to be massive in time to come. Just knowing knowing the market with Medicare and and uh the services that he's going to be providing. I I get to I'm blessed. I get to watch it all unfold and see the work that goes behind the scenes to make a business work, to identify a market and then attack full force, jump in head first, hold nothing back and put it all on the line. So, you know, that's, that's a, that's one that I see daily. I touch base with John Daly and not John Daly, but John Norris (laughs) daily. John Daly's not in my daily routine, uh, but uh, John, John Norris, uh, yeah, he's he's been a good coach and a great resource. So he's really been a, been a big help for me in these last few months. Yeah, and for those of you listening that don't know who John Daly is, just uh, go ahead and Google him, and you'll see why he's <laughs> why he's not Paul's. Uh, yeah, he's a character. No, he's, he's a character. Some, but he's got some great advice for life. But yeah. if I'm spending daily time every day with John Daly, then uh, <laughs> I'd, I'd have a few more concerns on my hand, but. Yeah. And Hey, I, I'd be I like, a lot better at golf. That's for sure. <laughs> that's true. You'd be driving the ball 500 yards or whatever. <laughs> but, uh, I, I do want to highlight your underlying passion for being an apprentice. It's kind of a lost art. And I would say people like Grant Cardone really are revitalizing this concept. As far as we know, if you look back into history, you want to be a blacksmith, you want to be a carpenter or, or whatever trade or, or skill it was before the times of everyone going to university, you find someone who's a master at what they do. You learn under them. And when it's time to step into your own, you can even use the Jedi comparison when you're a Padawan, uh, you know, you're an apprentice and then eventually you become nice. a Jedi. So eventually you learn how to wield the force correctly. Right. Exactly. Yeah. It's very, yeah. very transparent across all industries, even the Jedi. So, yep. Yep. Definitely um, a Jedi. <laughs> right. So Paul, where do you, I know you mentioned it earlier, but where do you see yourself in, in three years? So three years, and like I said, this wasn't as crystal. If you'd asked me, you know, 60, 90 days ago, my, my answer to change, but uh, it would have been maybe a little bit more insecure. But at this point, I mean, I found my groove in a sense, and, and I know that it's very attainable. I could have 500 clients by the time 2022 rolls around, January 2022, because then the annual enrollment period will be finishing up for that for that third year for me. And I've, saw, I've seen the damage that I can do in one enrollment period damage, I should say, uh, you know, the amount of value, I can damage. <laughs> yeah, the amount of value I can create for the community and the people around me. I've seen what I can do. And I've seen, I have seen what options are available in the Medicare realm. No doubt in my mind that I'll be able to help service at least 500 people. And I feel like at that point, I'll even be looking to potentially uh, have someone alongside me as John has kind of brought me as an apprentice. I'll be more, I, I love coaching, I love teaching. And at that point, I will have definitely had some experiences to share to help groom uh, another individual who's willing to follow the steps that I may, I have taken. So um Again, three years from now, I'll have 500 clients and I'll be looking to looking to grow my own personal business, my, my business, which 
who knows, maybe it'll take a turn for other, other branches of insurance. I don't see why it wouldn't, or, you know, maybe some, some other form of investments. What I, what I love doing is hearing what my friends are doing. And if I have the financial uh, freedom to make an investment into someone's startup or to put faith into a friend who's got an idea or maybe another entrepreneur that just, they, they don't have much anything right now. And they're, they're just looking for a little bit of crowdfunding or crowdsourcing or help that I could offer. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm all in for, for building through other people. You know, like I just said earlier is creating, be, remaining in that creative plane and, and just giving other people platforms to really, you know, take their talents and, and fly. Right. And so to tie into that, how would you advise a, uh, your potential, your potential Padawan, uh, especially in a way that maybe it's a mistake that you made that you would give them this advice so that way they don't make the same mistake? Right. So, I mean, right off the bat, as, as like I said, I talked a little bit about my struggles, you know, just remaining the course because that's, that's going to be one of the, the, the first thing that people are going to run into is doubt in themselves and the, and the, the uh, doubt in themselves and, and doubt in the plan that they have set out in front of themselves to execute and, and get to the, the final goal, the end goal that they have they've thrown up on the wall and looked at every single day. So going along with that is you need to make a plan. So it's for me, I mean, I, I, I jumped from my full-time position to an, to an insurance sales full-time in August. However, as I mentioned earlier, I made my mind up in March. Now, it didn't quite take form like I wanted it to, but I started speaking it to truth in my, you know, to myself in my head, I started speaking it to my friends and family, uh, you know, voicing my concerns. But at the same time as I'm speaking it, I'm, I'm kind of manifesting it in my head. I'm writing down goals and I'm, I'm, I'm hitting these goals as the months progress. Now I didn't hit them. If I had a goal for May 1st, I might not have gotten it done until May 15th, but Hey, I, I wrote that goal down. I adjusted my attack plan as I came to middle of April and didn't have it done or wasn't approaching it. And, and I still got that achieved as I wrote these down and achieved these goals these short-term goals, it really kind of helped put into into position the move that I was getting ready to make. It, it you know, it didn't make it a sudden jump because it wasn't like, oh, I made my mind up, I want to quit my job. Two weeks later, I'm out. No, because that's there's so there's such lack of preparation there, mm-hmm. and your your financial situation, your mental your mental stability, your emotional stability, it's not ready to take a jump like that. At least it's not for me. Now, if you're a special case and you can handle that, then good for you. Great for you. Actually, you can make moves a lot faster than some people in this world. But for me, I like to have somewhat of a plan. And then, you know, obviously not everything's going to go silky smooth. So like, as you, as you can, uh, as you can see, I, I ran in some tough spots, but I'm feeling pretty, pretty dang good about, about where I'm at right now. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I totally validate everything you just said. Getting close to running out of time here, so I just want to get to our fun three questions. <laughs> right. this, uh, call up. So your, <laughs> your three questions for everyone to kind of get to know Paul Carswell a little bit more. The first one is, what is your favorite coffee? The second one is, what is your favorite Fortnite map? And then the third one is, who was your favorite faculty slash staff member at good old Westminster College? <laughs> the alma mater. Um, oh, all right. So coffee. Uh, these, are, these are easy, quick three. Favorite coffee? Well, actually, I, 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 I will dwell on this one for a second because I've had a few different cups lately, but the last one I can remember having that truly like blew me away was a coffee. It was like a pour-over coffee at a place called A Baked Joint over on K Street in uh, Northwest D.C., and it was just 
a solid cup of coffee. It was just a medium roast. Drink it straight black. You don't need anything with it. So if anyone says, I need cream and sugar, space for cream and sugar, I look at them like they're crazy because that's not how you drink coffee. If you say your favorite cup of coffee is peppermint mocha, just know that you will be judged by this guy <laughs> because that's not coffee. That's like candy in a cup. Right. So like it is. It's not, it's not real coffee. So a baked joint over on K Street, Northwest DC, had a great pour over medium roast cup of coffee and they gave you two little mugs. So it was good. Fortnite map location. So, I mean, as everyone knows, it's touched the game. It's, it's just one map and then there's different named locations. So mine's actually not even a named location and all, and not even a named location. My buddy's This is, this is for the hardcore Fortnite. <laughs> yeah. 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 So there's fatal fields in like the Southern part, Southern central part of the map. And just to the northeast, uh, northwest of Fatal Fields is this little house on a hill. We call it House on the Hill. And uh, <laughs> I love landing there because everyone else hates it. And so I've mastered the spot and now I destroy anyone that comes up there. So, <laughs> And then finally, uh, Westminster Faculty. Actually, my favorite Westminster Faculty doesn't even work there anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, but he was there when I was there and actually was my advisor by choice. Um, Bob Vucinovic was my professor, came in my junior year, and I had an HR class with him. I was in class with him for six weeks and <clears throat> not even six weeks. And I, I, I requested after a class one day, I'm like, hey, I, you know, I, I don't really have a personal relationship with my advisor. Would you mind taking that role? And without hesitation, he took it. And, uh, you know, to this day, to this day, we still communicate and have plans to, to meet up with each other and potentially do some, some business moves together. He's, he's got, he's young at heart. So he and I see eye to eye on a lot of things and he's, he's always ready to run and run and rock and roll. So. That's great. Good old Bobby V. I know, I know you guys v. do go way back. So that's good that's to hear. That's my guy right there. So can you share with us a way that people can get in touch with you after this interview? My email address, of course, is paul at carswell.io. Yes, it's an international domain for uh, the <laughs> for internet usage. And my phone number is 703-342-9087. And again, I'm a Medicare insurance specialist and uh, I have my license right now in Virginia and D.C. 2019, I'll have it in Maryland, Pennsylvania, and Ohio just because that's where our networks uh, stretch. And I'd be more than happy to sit down and talk with anybody, whether it's another interview setting or just general information about Medicare insurance uh, specifically. And, or if you just want to sit down and talk about life, I, I love philosophizing and talking about life and, and my faith as well, you know, so that usually those things tie in pretty, pretty tightly, but you know, all glory given to God. Absolutely. And that's good to know. I think you're, you might also have to look into getting your, your California license as well because I might have some clients <laughs> for you out here. Well, hey, if the opportunity's right, make that dollar. Make that dollar. Never know. <laughs> Perfect. Great, Paul. Well, again, thanks. Thanks for being on the show. This has been a, a magical episode. This is also episode 30. So I must oh, say, nice. um, I, I thought of our mom and her teaching us how to count by threes in schoolhouse rock when we were little oh so, yeah uh, you know your your favorite song if if i'm correct growing Three up is yes. a magic number sing it up to 30 it is oh oh it's uh, a magic number <laughs> yeah, three six nine you take the rest oh yeah well is it three six nine twelve fifteen eighteen twenty one twenty four twenty seven thirty <laughs> there you go episode yeah. 30 is That's in the rap <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thank you for tuning in. We will catch you in the next episode. And remember, in all you think, say, and do, take it to the next level.